0: If you want a satisfying career and a fulfilling family life, this is the
1: podcast for you. Join me, Joel Lilovich, and me, Lucy Dickens, as we share strategies and advice to help you keep your balls in the air. Welcome to the Juggle Podcast. Hi everyone, this is Joel Lilovich. And Lucy Dickens, welcome back to the Juggle Podcast. Today's episode is a little bit different to normal rather than giving you a topic where we're going to give you some big answers and, you know, practical advice. Yeah. We instead are just going to open it up and have a big discussion between ourselves because of a few things that have been popping up in our Facebook community recently
0: and also online just in general with lots of the news articles we've been reading we've noticed some common themes that are recurring and these are not new themes these are things that you would have heard about or thought about or spoken about probably before but that we haven't necessarily discussed or shared our opinions on the podcast so you would have guessed by the title of the episode because we're good like that that we're going (laughs) to talk about luck success and failure
1: And you kind of really can't talk about one without talking about the other. Mm -hmm. They are very much interlinked and, you know, everyone has their own little opinion to share on it. And like Lucy said, there's been quite a few articles recently appearing in online publications, one which created quite a lot of talk in the Facebook community that we have. That was an article published in The Australian
0: yeah, we'll share a link to that in the show notes as well. Unfortunately, it is now caught up by the Australian what do they call it?
1: Paid subscription is generally required.
0: Thank you. Yes, that. <laughs> but you are able to read it sometimes, but we'll share we'll share the link anyway. But let's get started talking about luck. So we have had an, ed- an episode dedicated at least in part to luck when we interviewed Jim ribsby which was episode 19 and we spoke to her about her book, Not Just Lucky.
1: Hard not to talk about luck when you've got a book called Not Just Lucky. Yes, very (laughs)
0: true. I feel like the conversation about luck can
1: be a bit of a trap because
0: I don't like it when people tell me that they think I'm lucky for where I happen to be in life. But at the same time, I also find myself falling into the trap of calling people lucky or thinking about myself as lucky for certain things.
1: Mm. I read something really great about the concept of luck recently. And I think the starting point is luck does exist. There's no doubt about it. I mean, winning the lotto would be incredibly lucky. But the fact is that that old saying of you've got to be in it to win it, is incredibly true. And I think that applies in most cases, not just the lotto. So yes, you have to buy your weekly ticket or perhaps daily ticket, depending on how into it you are. And if you don't, you've of course got no chance of being lucky and winning the lotto. And the same goes for a lot of things in life. So it might be in your career that you want to get promoted. Well, if you're not actually putting in the work to get there, you might not be one of the people who are selected, but luck does to some extent play into it. I don't think... I think it would be a misconceived notion to say that pure hard work is what is going to get you where you want to go. I think there's definitely elements of luck thrown in.
0: Well, I was thinking about that when I was preparing for this episode and I was thinking, what are things that people have said to me, you're really lucky, that I would think, well, maybe that's not luck or maybe that is luck. And the one I can't make my mind up about is family. Yeah, (laughs) you're so lucky that you have a supportive family, that you live close to your family, that your family help you with your children. Mm. And is that one luck? Maybe it's maybe you're right. Maybe it's a bit of luck and maybe a bit of some other things. I mean, I know for one part, the reason we live close to our family is because we bought a house close to (laughs) my parents because I wanted to be close by when we had children. (laughs) And as much as Jack might try to convince me to move to New Zealand, it's not happening because I want to live in my family.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I agree if you want help from family, sometimes making a decided choice to live nearby is probably going to increase your chances. Mm. Um, The one that I was thinking of today was about work. I'll come back to family in a minute, but I was thinking about work because in the part-time world that so many of us working mums fall into or flexible working or whatever it is, there's a lot of times when you're not physically present in the office. It might be a non-working day. And, If something awesome happens at work that day or, you know, and whether that's be a great piece of work that comes in that you might have the ability to be asked to do, if you're not there, it's just bad bad luck that that thing happened to come in on a day when you're not there. And unfortunately, if there's someone equally competent as you to do that work who is there, they're going to be asked to do it.
0: Does that mean that we're okay with bad luck, but we're not okay with good
1: luck? <laughs> well, equally, you could be in the office and you could be asked to do an awesome piece of work that comes in from a new client. And perhaps you meeting that client and working for that client takes your career in a whole different direction than you would have otherwise experienced. Yeah.
0: But is that luck or is that because you are just really good at what you do?
1: And, and if you weren't really good at what you do, so it's so many things. But that's what I mean. It's that got to be in it to win it. Like if you weren't dedicated to your job and you weren't a good performer and you weren't putting in the hard yards there's no chance you would have ever got selected to do that piece of work Mm. it's not just being there pure luck it's the fact that you put in all the effort beforehand as well
0: Cheryl Sandberg also talks about this concept in her book Lean In and one of the things that she says is that men take credit for their good work but women attribute their success to to luck I was also thinking about that when I was thinking about preparation for this episode and how much of what we do exactly the point that you're saying how much of that good luck I say with inverted commas (laughs) is because of luck or because of the fact that you're good at what you do Mm. I don't know how do you feel when people say to you that they think you're lucky because of whatever interpret it however you like
1: I think I'm like a lot of other women and I tend to think of myself that way as well Mm. so it's only when I'm like if it's just kind of casual comments it will depend on the mood you know and it depends what particular thing they're saying I'm lucky about but I do definitely fall between the two the one that comes up like you said with family it also comes up in terms of your husband or you're lucky to have a husband who does that or you know we've and we've had this conversation before in various snippets in other episodes Pia Tuchinov she was the best at it talking about from my recollection, talking about how she made a genuine choice with the mm. husband that with she chose yeah. and had lots of conversations with him about what it was that she wanted her life and their life to look like and how the two of them were supposed to work together to raise their children. Mm. And I think that's how I feel with my husband as well, that it's not luck that he is the way he is. He is the way he is as a, a combination of the way that he was brought up and, and also how we are together as a couple.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Just continuing that conversation about luck and husbands and family, I was speaking to a girl who has done some contracting work for us and she has just had a baby and is on, well, she's self-employed, but she's just taking some time off on leave. And I was just checking in with her to see how she was getting on. I've only met her in real life once and we've otherwise Spoken by email and whatnot while she's been working for us. And I said, How are you getting on? Do you have a good support network? And she said, Well, actually, both my parents have died. My husband's family live interstate and my husband's FIFO. And all these things came out that I never knew about her because I just don't know her in that way. Mm. And I thought, Well, maybe I am lucky. She has absolutely no control over that. She can't say, I'm not going to live close to my parents because I want to move interstate or overseas or whatever. She doesn't Mm. even get to make that choice. Mm. And so when I think about my position. Compared to her position, that's when I can say, yeah, that's partly due to luck.
1: Mm,
0: and I totally agree. So I get that. But before that, I was all, no, nothing about my life is due to luck, and I worked <laughs> hard
1: to get where I am. And, blah, blah. and but you know, with your like parents and support that you get from parents or siblings or whoever it is in your extended network provides support with your children or in any other way. I think some of that is is how you've nurtured your relationships with mm-hmm. those people previous to you needing the support. So if you've not had deep connected relationships with your parents perhaps maybe it's not going to just all of a sudden change because you've got kids you you can't kind of expect that all of a sudden they're going to want to help you with your children if you haven't had those close relationships yourself sometimes it does happen like that because the grandparents might not have great relationships with their kids but they're looking forward to having a connected relationship with their grandchildren so it can work out that way in my personal situation I think I told you once before that years ago my mum said to me don't go expecting me to help you when you have kids.
0: Yeah, you have mentioned it
1: before. But she was really blunt, you know. She was don't be expecting that I'm going to be there to have, you know, one or two days or however many days of the children. It was kind of lucky for me <laughs> that I had children at the time that I did and by the time that I had children you know mum was actually itching for grandchildren at that stage and was retired and therefore had the time and was willing yeah. to give me some of her and time wanted to. Yeah.
0: yeah yeah the other place that like comes up in for me is my job you're so lucky to have a job that's flexible or you're so lucky to have a job that allows you to do these things. And that's another one. Maybe some of that is luck because I'm working at a good organization who have similar values to me. Mm. But I also think if they didn't, I honestly don't think I would be working here. I think I
1: would have gone and found myself some other job. And I think that's the key. You know, if you're in an organization, I was just reading in some media today, the day that we're recording this podcast about a very large international law firm but they were talking about this Australian arm of this law firm being investigated by WorkSafe for overworking their lawyers and staff (laughs) yes really bad so you're not lucky if you work there No, definitely not. But you can't really. Well, I know. I was. It's not a luck thing, is it? You know exactly. You kind of say, "Well, why are you working there? Yeah, what is it about that particular place that's got you working there? And if you have children in your future, you're actually looking for the right environment to be in when -hmm. you make that change in your Mm -hmm. life.
0: The response we get to that, or that I at least have got to that, is well, then you're lucky because you're in a position that if you're not happy at that job, you can go and find another job. Or you, well, yeah, no, that's the, that's the response. But that's response, yeah. it's not that I'm a billionaire. I also have a home loan <laughs> and bills to pay and lots of them. It's just that I have different priorities. And that, I think, is the perfect segue into talking about success. Let's talk about success.
1: Well, I think success and failure go hand in hand. Mm. Success for me is going to be different For you, it's going to be different for everybody else. And I think the key with understanding success is knowing what it is for you.
0: Yes. And we spoke about this in the first or second yeah. episode that we recorded. I can't remember what it is. Yes. You gave an answer to what does success mean to you that has stuck with me. Oh. Do you remember what it was? <laughs>
1: well, given it's yours now, you better say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I'm not taking credit. Your, your your meaning of success. I now share it. But wouldn't, it
1: wouldn't it be interesting if it changed? I would say that my definition of success now is about feeling like I have deep connected relationships with the people that are important in my life and that I'm making an impact in a way that's really important to me. So, you know, doing something like this podcast is is really important to me. So I feel successful because I'm doing this.
0: That's really interesting because it is a little bit different to what you said before. <laughs> what you said before was that success to you was being able to spend your time in the way that was important to you or the way that
1: you wanted to spend your time. Mm. And I guess it's kind of similar. It is. It's actually saying what is important to me in terms of where I want to spend my time. Spend the time. Yeah, yeah. Which is with the people and doing the things that are really important mm. to me.
0: It's been refined and that's okay. <laughs> All right. And isn't that the point? That is the point. Look at you. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> but I think one of the reasons why I liked that so much is Maybe you thought about it before we recorded, I don't know. But it just came to you. It was like, yeah, this is obvious. That's just what success is to me. And I know because I know what's important to me. And I like it and I've stolen it and it's now my meaning, my meaning of success and you've got a new one, so I'll
1: just say. <laughs> As you say, that's the point. And I think that the reason why it's so important to know what's success to you is it makes it easier to deal with any sense of failure that you might have.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Sometimes when you feel a sense of failure, it's because you're looking at someone else's idea of success.
0: Yeah, yeah. Often when people think of success, they think of financial success or success that relates in some way to materialism or success that is about attaining a certain level in your career or something along those lines. And those aren't really things that, to me, are important for
1: success. They're not my definition of success. Not that those things aren't important in some yeah. way or another. It's yeah. just the ultimate things. It's that, that old question of, well, there's two questions. There's the, the Tim Hammond question and there's the what happens if you die tomorrow question. What would you be regretting? There's that version of looking at it. Live each day like oh, I was listening to somebody recently who was sort of saying, you know, live each day like you might not have one tomorrow. Or actually what this, this particular person said was, I leave home in the morning with the understanding that I might not make it home at the end of the day. So I make them, I'm looking at your face, but you know, as in like he, he goes to work in the morning and he's loving his kids and his wife and his, and his people because he knows that he might not see them again at the end of the day. And then when he comes home at the end of the day, he loves these people because he might not wake up tomorrow. And I was like, that's pretty morbid, but in yeah. some ways, I can see why he's kind of put his mindset like that, but I'd much prefer Tim Hammond's version.
0: Yes. And if you're not sure what Joe's talking about, Tim Hammond, we had on the podcast back in episode 29. And he told us the way he lived his life was by thinking, what would my life look like? If I was 75 or 80, looking back on my life, what would I think about mm. my life? And would it represent what was important to me at that time? Or would yeah. the way I'd lived represent what
1: was important to me at that time? Yeah, that's right. I really liked that. Me too. And I think failure is such a massive thing. You know, the conversation around failure has come up in, in our Facebook community so many times. And I'm not surprised because when I started thinking about it in preparation for doing this recording, I thought, you know, mums know a lot about failure and it starts, I, I actually sort of went through a few things and listed a few things down. And I thought it starts with pregnancy. You know, what if you're, yeah. having a terrible pregnancy and you're sick all the time and you're kind of not able to work when you're pregnant, you're feeling like yeah. you've failed or something like that. And then I thought, oh, my God, it starts before pregnancy because there's all those women out there who can't even get right. pregnant or they can't maintain a pregnancy. And I thought for them, they feel like a sense of failure. And then there's the birth, you know, and we have a, perhaps have these great ideas of natural birth and no drugs and we have drugs and everything goes wrong and we think we're a failure because we couldn't do it naturally. Or we can't breastfeed. So then we feel like a failure for not being able to do that. It's just a lesson. It, like, it just keeps going. Keeps going. Yeah. yeah. Then you're raising your child and you're working and you're thinking, oh, I'm, I'm a failure because I'm not giving enough time to my kid or I'm a failure because I'm not getting promoted at work because I'm not spending enough time at work and I'm not progressing. And it's like, oh, my goodness, it's so easy to just continually feel yeah. that you're not meeting success.
0: And that's why they're so closely related, and why it's so important to know what your own version of success is or what success means to you, or even just never mind success, but just what's important to yes. you, what you value, and then live life that way as opposed to comparing
1: against other people. Mm. And, you know, the thing that goes so often hand in hand with failure is this guilt, you know, and we've, we've just done that episode recently talking about mum guilt and it's so much easier said than done, but it really is so important to let go of the guilt and where you feel a sense of failure. And perhaps there's a legitimate sense in that, for example, for me, I would feel like I failed if I wasn't feeling connected with my kids because being connected with my kids is really important to me. And that's a success meter for me. So if I was feeling like I was failing because I wasn't connected, it would be really easy to start feeling guilty and, I think what needs to be done is the guilt needs to be dropped and Mm. you just need to say, all right, being connected is important. What do I need to change to make that happen and to start doing what is important to me?
0: Would you really feel that way? If you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you'll know that I'm quite an optimistic person. (laughs) And so to hear you say, I would feel like I'm failing because of that, makes me feel a little bit sad Mm. because I wouldn't see that as failure. I would say, failure is such a strong word. It's like guilt. Yeah, I would see that as you're just not happy with the way things are right now. That doesn't mean you're failing. It means that you've recognized that and that something's going to change. But I don't see that as failure.
1: I guess it is that use of the word, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Maybe I just avoid the words that I don't like. like,
1: (laughs) Yes, you're like, yes. (laughs) Well, you know, if that makes you feel better.
0: (laughs) It's not true. I'm sure I've failed many things, but I am optimistic (laughs) and I think that makes a big difference because I don't see things as failure necessarily that perhaps other people might, just like I don't see things as guilt, feel feel guilty for things that other people might feel guilty about because I just see them in different ways,
1: Well, you know, life's not a test, is it? Yeah. It's not like we can know whether we got a HD or, you know, 100% in (laughs) life. (laughs) It's just a grade? (laughs) who's ranking you? That's the thing. Only you are ranking you and deciding whether or not you've passed the test or, you know, whether you're meeting the grade. And one of the
0: things that came up in our conversation in our group about failure was that people don't talk enough about failure or even just more generally things that don't go so well or the things that they find hard or the things that they struggle with. People don't talk about that. Everybody just pretends everything is all rosy and we're all happy and life is good. And I really thought about that a lot actually and thought about why and I mean obviously one of the reasons why people don't like to share those things is because they get criticized for it yes or or stigma associated to the fact that you're not coping or you can't achieve what you want to achieve or
1: whatever it might be mm. and I think part of the reason for the feeling of judgment is because other people have different views of success So if you put up there, oh my God, my house is a tip. I haven't cleaned the bathroom for a month and my kids went to school in dirty clothes today. There is possibly going to be another woman out there, more than likely, absolutely, there's going to be another woman out there who's horrified and is thinking that that is a complete failure because for her not to have a clean house and clean clothes on the kids would be a really important thing. Yeah, but I just don't believe that that person
0: has never had a day without clean clothes on the kids (laughs) and a clean house. I just don't. I think this has been one of my biggest lessons since I've been a mum is Lily's been going out wearing pajamas lately because those are the clothes she wants to wear and I could not care less I'm not interested in trying to change her mind if she's two if she wants to wear pajamas she can wear pajamas whatever but I'm sure there would have been a time in my life where I would have looked at another person and thought why have you got your child out at you know three o'clock in the afternoon in their pajamas can they not wear real clothes like pajamas don't count see she yeah. takes after me jo. She likes yeah. her pajamas too. but yeah it's a, it comes back to comparison
1: it's totally comparison, and that is the big issue, isn't it? We so often feel that like we've failed because we're comparing ourselves to others.
0: And that is why they say that comparison is the root of all
1: evil yeah. or the thief of joy. The thief lots of, of joy, of yeah. Because yeah. how can you feel happy about the fact that your kid, you know, and you'd be laughing walking down the street with Lily in her pajamas, and then as soon as you see some other, you know, person walking by, and, and you perhaps interpret their look to be, "Oh my God, how dare she!" It steals your joy in the moment. Yeah, it
0: might. I wouldn't let it because I don't know. You could would not care less, but you know, with some <laughs> other example, yeah, exactly. And it could, and then that's what makes people criticize themselves or yeah. feel like they have failed. Yeah. Mm, interesting, isn't it?
1: So that's our little rundown on luck, success and failure.
0: A summary is that we have to figure out what's important to us and decide what our own values are and then live by those as opposed to thinking necessarily of ourselves as failing or maybe even as being successful. I mean, does it really matter?
1: You just are. You're just content with your life and what you're doing. Yeah. So I think, as you said before, there's definitely the idea that we need to give ourselves more credit and not use the expression lucky too often. Mm-hmm. As you said, know what's important to us and stop comparing ourselves to everybody else. Yeah. So that's a wrap. That's
0: a wrap. That was fun. That was a good conversation.
1: Hopefully everybody listening enjoyed it
0: too. And If you did or if you didn't, come and tell us in the Juggle community and tell us what you think about luck and failure and success. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash the Juggle community.
1: See you next time, everyone. Happy juggling.